Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series. I'm Carrie Murphy. It is so wonderful to be here with all of you. Uh, I want to welcome you to our sacred circle and our unity community. Uh, and I want to extend a bright and a beautiful good morning, uh, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you tuning in uh, from around the world to help me welcome a new speaker to our community, uh, energy educator, shadow alchemist, intuitive channel, and multidimensional healer Beth Rachel is here. We're going to talk about traversing inner earth and reclaiming our symbiotic soul relationship with Gaia. So welcome home, beautiful souls. Know that this is... Um, it is a very safe haven. It is a sacred space and a soulful sanctuary. It's also a healing oasis for you. I want you to be able to come here and feel like you're at home with soul family. It's my greatest intention that you feel an unwavering sense of acceptance, safety, belonging, and oneness here. Uh, the energies and the qualities of harmony and cooperation and collaboration and kindness and compassion always flowing here. And so may today's journey with myself and beautiful Beth, uh, illuminate and ignite your connection with Gaia, as well as your unique cosmic gifts and stellar treasures. So just sit back and relax, breathe, open, and receive. We are so thankful that you found your way here today. And now I want to ask um, my very favorite question, and that is, what is the best that could happen today? Uh, please set a clear, empowered personal intention uh, for what you wish to gain or experience here today. My intention with our gathering is to be a clear and pristine communicator of divine light and love and selfless service to allow for the greatest openings into peace, healing, harmonization, purification, and empowerment for all of us gathered here. Uh, you're welcome to write in. Let us know how you're doing throughout the show and our webcast. If we have time later, we'll take some callers. Uh, there'll be a meditation later as well. So stay with us throughout our time together. Um, let me tell you about Beth, and then we will uh, get started. Uh, Beth Rachel is here to support humanity in activating the original human genome and the divine Earth blueprint. As a participant in the originary, original planetary design and the creation of the Earth, she draws upon her soul and cellular memory to help guide humanity back into alignment. In her private session, she focuses on supporting lightworkers and starseeds to heal their traumas and distortions in order to fully integrate their gifts and abilities here and now. This work is called Shadow Alchemy. And through the integration of her childhood traumas and wounds, Beth experienced firsthand uh, the power of shadow alchemy and its ability to unlock the full ability of spiritual growth. She's also an energy educator. And during these times of great awakening, we can all use support around fine-tuning and understanding our gifts. And so Beth is here for this. She works directly with source energy and from the position that all of us are a spark of God. She has regular telepathic communication and receives channeled information from many masters and collectives. She also works with the spiral of oneness and the element of water. Uh, she's the creator of Sacred Waters, a line of vibrational frequency essences to support the physical and emotional body and the process of spiritual evolution. And today we're talking about traversing the inner earth, reclaiming our symbiotic soul relationship with Gaia, and 
We're going to dive into this deeper, and um, she's going to be sharing more about how the creation of Earth was actually designed to be a microcosmic experience of unity consciousness. And since this time, the planet has gone through many changes that have created distance from this original creation. So as we dive inward beneath the surface of the planet, we find much of the ancient story um, that continues to live. So it's time to reunite with the beings and the wisdom of inner earth and become one. So during our time together today, Beth will discuss how to repair the distance between humans and Gaia, ways to harmonize with the inner earth, um, also how water serves as a unifying field between Gaia's consciousness and our own, uh, what earth looks like with its original design flourishing, and again, you'll experience a guided meditation into the four chambers at the heart of Gaia, uh, meeting at the center of the planet and with the soul of Gaia. And these four chambers each connect to a sacred waterway that flows through inner earth, so we're going to be guided there to receive encoded information via light language from the soul of the planet and witness as it is carried through the layers of inner earth into the surface. So I am so excited and looking forward to this. So please join me in extending waves and waves of love and light and appreciation to Beth as I welcome her to the show. So hi, my dear. Hi, Carrie. Thank you so much for that warm welcome. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so grateful to have this opportunity, Beth, just to really introduce you to everyone here in this sacred circle. And um, I love our topic, and I'm excited to delve into it. But before we do, since it's your first time here, you know, as an alchemist, a, a healer, a shadow alchemist, um, I want to hear a bit about your journey, Beth, and what led you into this work. Yeah, Uh yeah, good um good question. So uh my journey actually, you know, coming into this life, I previous actually to coming into this life, I have a very, you know, cognitive um experience and a clear memory of you know, being with my starseed family and looking down at earth and making the decision that what Earth needed to to sort of shift out of this dominating shadow energy was that we really needed to go into the belly of the beast and dismantle it from the inside out. And uh, I have since then shifted that perspective, uh, you know, through, um, through many uh, harrowing experiences. Um, it was not an easy journey, but I did. I did go into the belly of the beast, so to speak, and um, it does not work, turns out, to dismantle it from the inside out. Um, it just pulled It just pulled me further in, and um, eventually my consciousness came to the realization that um, attempting to win uh, from any side is not the answer. And um, the, really the answer was to to stop playing, to stop playing the game of win and lose. Um, yeah, and participating and, and, either way, yeah. Participating in this battle consciousness. And that, for me, that really happened through an experience where um, through some of my my shadow participation, that things that I was put in as a child, um, 
I was actually able to touch some of the original technology that was used to create the planet. And when that happened, um, though the circumstances were through a shadow experience, I still came in contact with it. And it spoke to my cells and my molecules and my soul and reminded me of what we originally created this planet for, the original design mm-hmm. and purpose and and um, reminded me of my participation in that and um, gave me a lot of insight into how to, to begin to bring it back into harmony. And um, yeah. so, yeah, it's... Um, mm-hmm. I know you experienced quite a bit. Um a lot of trauma and abuse um, growing up, and was this your way um, of, you know, coping during those times? Was going inward and reconnecting with this uh, memory or information? Um, well, actually, this happened. This was um, this was the inspiration for my exit and my participation in. in in some of those shadow experiences, actually, mm-hmm. um, I part of how I I got through it was that I actually had a lot of connection to the light simultaneously. So I would go back and forth between these shadow yeah. experiences and get help from the light, um, but still going back and forth, still participating, uh, even though it wasn't an attempt to um, to get ahead. Or to you know make something right, it was it was um, it was still participating and at great personal cost and suffering to me. Um, so it wasn't until um, until I came in contact with that te- technology, it was kind of the final straw um, in in reclaiming my sovereignty and choice. It was brought back to the reminder of you know choice in our creation and participation in any moment in time. Mm. Um, so, wow! So it has really supported. It has really supported uh, my healing from that point, um, and my integration it. from that point. Yeah. So when was that point when you, you know, um, it's interesting hearing you speak about it because a lot of people who've gone through a lot of abuse or trauma in their childhood, um, I don't hear them communicating it about it in such a um in 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 the way that you are in a very sovereign you know it's like you claim your role in everything even i think that's very interesting it's very uh um yeah it's unique because a lot of people still feel very victimized you know in in, in those kinds of circumstances and which which is uh normal to feel but what how old were you when you kind of emerged from all of that, that, that battle of consciousness, so to speak? Yeah. Um, well, it came in pieces. That piece came when I was 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other pieces of, of my abuse were still going on and kind of took a little more time to unwind. But that big participation piece, um, that was when I was about 15. Um, okay. And then how did it how did it unfold from there? Um, you know, if you were to uh, just kind of describe the journey from that point to now, what are some of the highlights? Yeah, well, actually, 
it was quite difficult at first because, uh, you know, as I said, I had been getting support from the light. And when I, you know, when I no longer wanted to participate, um, it meant actually not having that support anymore either and sort of shutting down that part of my consciousness mm -hmm. um, so that I wasn't detectable to the to the dark. Um, but it also, it meant in shutting down that portion of my consciousness, uh, put me in a position of feeling very lonely going through a couple years of um, a lot of sadness and depression and loneliness and kind of feeling lost and um, it was about two years later that I, I was about 17, I started to um, to reawaken slowly and explore crystals and tarot and dream work and kind of start to, you know, reclaim some parts of myself. I didn't really realize what I was doing yet, you know, but in retrospect, I have that perspective. Um and from from there, just continued uh, continued that journey um, through you know learning different bodywork modalities, traveling, um, getting certified in yoga, learning different meditations and, and uh, Eastern uh, philosophy practices and Buddhism, mm -hmm. uh, and um, and starting to study quantum physics and metaphysics and. Um, uh, when I was in my early 20s, I started to study theta healing, which really started to unlock um, some of my my subconscious material. And then the birth of my first child really, uh, really brought a lot of that material to the surface and, and really gave me the opportunity to um, to begin to integrate that mm -hmm. um, yeah, and, you know, when I read in your bio uh, at the beginning of the show how um, you were a participant in the original planetary design and the creation of the Earth and that you draw upon your soul memory, your cellular memory, to help us get back into alignment, when did when did you come to this realization or remembrance of your participation in, in the the original planetary design? Yeah. Um, that was in my uh, my mid twenties. I had been since my early twenties. I had been um, getting messages that I was supposed to write a book, and um, and my my relationship with water consciousness and mermaids were really surfacing. And I thought that the book, it meant the book was, you know, to be about water and mermaids and that consciousness. And as I, I dove in and, um, allowed more of the information to come through my soul through light language, um, it, this, this story began to unfold, um, that was the story of Earth and the story of the creation of, of Earth and the original intentions and design. Um, and you know, it wasn't until later where I really started to make the connection between coming in contact with that piece of technology when I was 15 and that this that had triggered um, you know, my soul memory of, of all of this. And that was what was Describe. coming to yeah. yeah, describe more about that technology again uh, in a little more detail. Yeah, so um, 
this particular piece of technology, because there's, you know, there's several involved, but this particular piece, there are, there are two of them that are the main devices that were created and encoded with the physical expression and um, seeds of life. So there's one at each pole at the north and south pole. They're they're deep down. They're a couple miles deep, and they are um, they're quite large and they're connected to subsequent technologies that that are throughout the planet that start to form the grid. Um, and they admit a constant generative energy that connects straight to the soul of the planet. So this is the physical form, and then and then we have her, the, the, the spiritual essence. And um, they work synergistically together to run the energy through the planet. But this specific technology is like a a diamond crystal technology that's encoded mm-hmm. with sacred geometry and honestly technologies that are beyond, uh, you know, my understanding. I, I have to go in and like ask to be shown how it right. all works, um, you know, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, you know, and I'm constantly reminded that this, that the planet was created with technology beyond what we are, you know, currently capable of. But, um, you know, the way that I always get the image is, you know, like these devices being created by these very advanced beings um, and imbued with not just all of their love and their intelligence and their intention, but all of the technology and it all, how it all fits together. It's like layered coded geometry within this, um, within this crystal diamond form. With the intention of what? With the intention of carrying the blueprint for the physical form Mm -hmm. of the planet. So when it's turned on, that's actually what created the physical form of the planet, these two devices, and the polarity that they create together. The original um, design, the original blueprint. And so, so it's fascinating. So this came to you when you were about 15. And then, you know, as you progressed on your awakening journey, I guess you could say, um, more of this came through and more of the information about the original design of our planet came through. Is that accurate? Yeah, yes, yes. Okay. And so... With this technology, I mean, was it turned off and now it's back on, or how would you describe that? It originally kind of goes through like a surge, which creates the physical form, and then runs sort of, you know, at a low, there's like a low vibration always running to to keep the form where it is, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're always on, but they're not in creation mode, they're in like, sustaining mode yeah and you know you mentioned you know learning about and getting pieces of this story you know the original divine design um i would love for you to share a little bit about that and and what that original design and creation of the earth was from your perspective 
Yeah. Um, it was originally a design in a microcosmic experience of unity consciousness. So, you know, on some level or another, I think we all have an understanding that we're all one from source consciousness. We're all individuated, um, unique expressions. And, you know, throughout time and space, we gather unique perceptions and perspectives of reality and abilities um, that we can share. And uh, from from my sources of information, when a planet is created, each one is created with a um, sort of a specific construct of learning that's an opportunity to focus on sort of a, a specific aspect of um, of creation. And so Earth was created to focus on the aspect of unity. And the idea or intention being that through the unification of each of our individual souls with the soul of the planet and all of the other energies here, when they begin to run um, synergistically, we become one unified consciousness. Not to say that we we lose our individuated consciousness because we still have that as well, but it's this deeper embodiment of running as one organism. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right. With, with and that's what consciousness mm-hmm. there, not just uh, not just all of the humans and and you know Gaia's soul, but the microorganisms and the you know of course all the animals, the plants. Um, and the way that it always gets shown to me is that the way that her energy runs through everything in this sort of toroidal movement, it moves through all consciousness as it goes and collects the perspective of all of all consciousness, even as it moves through us and moves up and out. And so it's it's constant. We're constantly um, we're constantly collecting that. Um, that the group consciousness through her flowing through all of us as if she were the heart, right. That beats through beats the lifeblood through all consciousness here. Yeah. I mean, which, which leads me into, you know, the topic that you chose for today was traversing inner earth and reclaiming our symbiotic soul relationship with Gaia. And I want to, I want to get into, that more deeply um when you say the inner earth um describe what you mean by that yes what i mean by that is you know beyond the surface of the planet um so i think the surface of the planet is i want to say like you know about and this could be inaccurate but it's about one percent of the actual planet and you know, for many of us, we have awareness that there are that there are cities within the earth um, mm-hmm. that um, you know there are crystal cities and there are light beings within the earth, and um, there are there is water, there is an inner ocean, there is an inner sun. So there's this whole world within our world that we are not consciously connecting to for the most part, uh, and. So the intention is to bring more consciousness to the connection of 
of the, the world happening within our world and the beings that are thriving there and living in harmony with the soul of the planet, um, you know, and utilizing technologies that are in harmony with the planet and um, in running frequencies that are in harmony with the planet. And I communicate with some of these beings on a pretty regular basis telepathically. And from what they share with me, uh, you know, one of the ways in which we come into harmony and come into this next stage of our evolution that we're all, you know, we're all striving for and we're all feeling so drawn to is, um, you know, to repair our relationship, not just with Mama Guy and the soul of the planet, but with these, these inner earth beings that are really the, from what they tell me, are the fully expressed form of, of the human, um, you know. Uh, un, untampered DNA, um, either by, you know, um, direct intent or by toxins. So, um, right. they want to start bridging that gap and, and helping to support us with technologies and information. And, uh, mm-hmm. so this is kind of the first step. Um, Regarding the inner cities, are there specific ones that you are connecting with more than others? Like Talos be, you know, um, beneath the Mount Shasta, or are there, yeah, specific cities um, that you are connected with? Yeah, there are, you know, there's cities all over the world. And I certainly have connected with Mount Shasta um, and Talos. Um, and several other cities throughout the world. I used to have a healer when I was a little girl, um, an inner earth healer. And so uh, he took me to several, um, several inner cities uh, in different, different places throughout the world. And um, he was my primary contact for a long time. And so he had, and he had contact with, with multiple cities. Um, So when I'm connecting, I am, Primarily connecting with a collective that um, that is connected to um, the sort of the network of the cities, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and um, there is one city I know of that is very deep in the planet, very um, uh, pretty close to the core. That there's an entrance um, through. Um, through Africa, through Central Africa, into, and that is a it's a little bit of a different energy, um, but so for the most part, it's more of um, the network of collective, you know, collective energies um, between the different cities, and then there's that uh, deep city that's a little bit is a little bit of a different connection. Mm-hmm. Um, has it come to your awareness or um, that some of these beings in the inner earth um, went there or kind of escaped there after the fall of Atlantis and Lemuria? Yeah, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I, You know, the information I get is that you know, prior to that, it's not that we didn't, uh, that we weren't utilizing those cities, you know, um, 
I don't think that they were created due to those experiences, right. but it certainly, um, it certainly, it divided the consciousness of the planet. Those, you know, those experiences, um, and um, and so that was the, you know, the reason for going underground. And there's sort of been like a timeline. I think we're, you know, again, I think we're all aware that, you know, it's like, okay, we're approaching this this timeline where this um, this sort of um, moratorium on 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 that flow of energy and communication and presence between the the above and below uh is um is coming to a close um but yeah i think and definitely it's yeah. underground mm-hmm. do you have do you have memory of um being um and participating in atlantis or lemuria or both Yes, I, I do have memories of both. I have more, um, I, I would say, um, I've had more to clean up about Atlantis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's been more more stuff. I, um, You know, my memories of Lumerio are more like, oh, this is blissful, and Atlantis is more like, oh, geez, um, okay, yeah, <laughs> some devastation, and, you know, like, um, but, yeah. Um, some in both. Yeah. Um, so when we're talking about um, reclaiming our, our full relationship with Gaia and, and connecting with the inner earth, you know, in what ways would you um, guide or advise people to do that, um, to cultivate that that symbiotic relationship? Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest ways is or one of the biggest and simplest ways is by inviting our own soul fully into our body and dropping it into the center of the earth and meeting her soul and just being in that. Um, that's like step one, really just allowing ourselves to feel that. That's usually a pretty profound um, experience for most people. It's like, oh, you know, um, and I'm always reminded of, you know, sometimes it's just very simple. Um, so there's that. And then a lot of the beings of inner earth are really inviting for telepathic communication. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to, to begin to drop into that more deeply, to start to establish more of a uh, level of comfort with them and understanding of how they operate and work in, um, and, and just getting to know their energy vibration. Um, so expanding our comfort zone with it. So that's, that's the invitation there um, to begin with. And then I am repeatedly getting that, you know, we will actually get uh, physical um, contact and communication more and exchange of technologies as time goes on. Um, you know, sort of in pockets of communities. Um, and then um, running her energy up through our bodies as well. Um, running Gaia's energy up through our bodies and just allowing it to move up and out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, intending for yeah. harmonization. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. um, exactly. Wow. I want to I want to talk a little bit more about, you know, your connection with the consciousness of water and um 
how water actually serves as this unifier or this unifying field between the consciousness of the planet and our own. What can you say about that? Yeah, the first thing I would say is, you know, that we are we are we are a reflection of the body. Our bodies are a reflection of the body of the earth, and both are um, the majority of both are water. And when I think when we really sit with that for a moment, um, we can deepen into the understanding that there is a big opportunity for connection in 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 regard to the symbiotic relationship there, right? The mirroring. Um, and simultaneously, her energy moves through the water, and we have these inner waterways of inner earth, not just the the um, the inner ocean, but we also have um, different inner uh, rivers and streams. You know, this is where some of our mythology of the fountain of youth comes from, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because within these pure waters, there there actually there is like a mana that is, um, you know, it's part of what what prolongs the life of beings that live in inner earth, right? And our water on the surface has been denatured to such a point that we don't have that for the most part. Um, some alchemists work to to create. Um, similar things, but it's not quite the same. Uh, So it carries her consciousness within it and links to our consciousness. So it's another way in which it creates that symbiotic connection, but it's, it's unconscious, right? So it's different than us consciously dropping in um, and bringing our conscious awareness and connection with her or with any aspect of the planet it's dropping into this unconscious space, which our unconscious is, you know, the the majority of our mind, big surprise, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so um, it's really dropping into this place where everything is already in perfect divine alignment and already in perfect divine flow and the surrender in into that and the sort of allowance of of the information, the intelligence within the water uh, to carry carry the consciousness and and can keep us all connected. Right. Well, and the beautiful thing is when you do the meditation in a little while. Um, you're going to guide us into the four chambers of the heart of Gaia and the four chambers connect to sacred waterways that flow through the inner earth. And so you're going to bring through some light language and information from there. And what's really powerful, and we're going to talk about your special offer later, but you're going to, you're doing a whole series. It's a live five, I think it's five weeks where you're going to really dive inward and and really um, delve into that ancient story that still resides and continues to thrive in inner earth. <laughs> so um, I have not had anyone do um, anything like this before, Beth. So um, what is it about all of this that you're so passionate about? I mean, is, are they just guiding you and directing you to help us connect with them again? 
That's definitely a, a big part of it. Uh, but it's also that, uh, you know, I feel acutely aware that this is what is needed in order for us to really step into um, this next level of human consciousness, whether you want to call it 5D, you want to call it, you know, the ascension, um, you know, everybody has, there's a lot of, you know, different takes on it. And, you know, I connect with, with several different communities um, of, of people that are, you know, of consciousness, but all of them are rising. You know, everyone's aware that, um, you know, time is speeding up, uh, new, new awarenesses are coming, um, the shift, the shift is on the way. And this, I feel like bridges all of those together. Um, you know, it's sort of, it's the full integration. And that's why I feel so passionate about it because I also feel that it's a reflection of each individual's need for integration and wholeness. Right, uh, in order to um, to be fully present to claiming their personal uh, creation, and then it's just, it's the reflective process of going inward into our earth creation to fully claim that as a group um, mm-hmm. and how we move forward. Right. Yeah. And how would you describe, I mean, when you can see whether it's, you know, through your mind's eye or, you know, what what Earth actually looks like, you know, when that original design is, you know, kind of resurrected or we're flourishing in that way, what does that look like to you? Yeah, um, well, for I think for lack of a better word, it looks like utopia. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you know, an oasis and um, not just the energy flowing through everything um, cleanly and purely, uh, but all the physical expressions of that flowing together and working in harmony together. Uh, Technologies that are um, that are in alignment with the crystalline structure of the planet in our crystalline DNA. And when that happens, I believe we activate certain abilities and technologies within our own physical structure where, you know, we have uh, abilities to move, um, move within and around the planet that we're not cur- currently utilizing, you know, um, levitation, teleportation, uh, advanced telepathy, communication, uh, I think all of that um, gets turned on and activated. Uh, with, with are, that, you, with <laughs> are you utilizing those capacities? Um, not to their full extent. No, I'm waiting <laughs> for everybody else. <laughs> right. Have you experienced teleportation now? Uh, I have. Um, I have, um, both through the light and, and through the shadow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say not in the way that I'm describing that is, um, that's through that activated structure, but through other manipulation tactics. And, oh, it was, gotcha. you know, 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm acutely aware of, uh, you know, um, that it is very possible. Um, but I, I would, I, um, I'm in favor of it happening through harmony. (laughs) Me too. Me too, Beth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, absolutely. And, and I want to talk more about the water consciousness because, I mean, you actually, you have this line of, you know, frequency essences, you know, called sacred waters. And I just find that so beautiful and interesting. What have you noticed with with that? Um, what kind of benefits do you notice um, from utilizing those those uh, those essences? Uh, people have some kind of far out there experiences. You know, the first line that I created was the mermaid line. Uh, because mm-hmm. I was working with them a lot at the time, and I was guided to go collect water from the ocean and bless it and encode it with light language codes. And there's seven different um, seven different essences in that line, um, and. That line in particular is a, a really about um, emotional support and containment. And there's there's one called Be With Joy and another one called Feel Your Feet, which is about grounding, right? And I can remember giving my my daughter, my, my oldest daughter now, she was young at the time, um, was maybe uh, like eight years ago giving her the be with joy and she was bouncing off the walls and i was like oh my you know oh my goodness what did i do um you know i mean children often have bigger responses though you know so then i gave her the reason why i mentioned the other essence but i gave her the other essence and it really helped her just come right down and um that was my first experience of like whoa these are powerful you know, because they're coming to the room, and, you know, I'm, I'm playing with them and exploring them myself. But then that was my first experience, uh, you know, giving it to someone else. And then I began to give it to friends and, um, and clients. And I, um, and I created two, two more lines. And one is the starseed line, um, that's encoded with, uh, different light language codes and technologies from different starseed groups, and and then huh. yeah, um, and then the other is um, the diamond essence line that is encoded with um, with the diamond codes that um, mm-hmm. that are within us and our universal codes. And that actually is um, with the water collected from Mount Shasta and blessed by the Telos uh, High Priestess. And okay. um, that one, um, so they all, all have different experiences, but people have some pretty profound experiences. I um, recently, I combined three of them and... Um, and everyone who 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 has who's experienced that essence has had some very far out there activations and um and alignments and um so it really speaks to um you know to the individual soul and i 
and I feel because it it touches on that water consciousness, which is the unconscious connection with Gaia and and with water consciousness. I mean, water exists in other um, on other worlds too. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's really you know I mean it's a broader consciousness, um, but it really helps to bring in uh, our own unique soul within through these activations uh, within the codes as well. And so that's really what I end up seeing for people. And um, I actually will make individual unique essences for clients sometimes based on what I'm what I'm guided, um, you know, for what, what they're going through, what's going to be most supportive or activating for, for them. Um, oh, that's and, um, beautiful. I love yeah. all of the things that you're doing. I really do. And, you know, I uh, I was so grateful to have made the connection with you um, through Brooklyn, who all of you in, in this community know Brooklyn. She's close, close, dear soul sister of mine, and she's the one who connected us, and she's very connected with the water consciousness as well. But um, so thank you for sharing a little bit more about that. And um, I want to go and I read some, quite a few people have written in. I want to read a a few little questions here, and then we'll talk about your offer. We'll do the meditation. Um, Kate uh, from Richmond said, uh, thank you, Carrie and Beth, for an in- such an inspiring conversation. Uh, thanks for being here, Kate. Uh, she said, uh, Beth, how do you envision the core of our Mama Gaia? Molten lava, crystalline, or something else? Uh, thank you for sharing your beautiful voices, both of you and this entire soul tribe. Divine light and agape love. Thanks, Kate. So how do you envision the core? Yeah, thank you. Great question. I envision the core. Um, it, um, <laughs> it used to be I would always see it as a pink plasma energy. And then one day uh, it shifted and it was a pink crystal. And then I realized through some communication and talking with her that she does shift from crystalline to plasma form. And I think that, that, you know, both transmit through water beautifully and easily. Um, And I find that different people, um, she comes to different people in, you know, one of those two ways. Um, I definitely have never seen molten lava. and, And from what I uh, from my experience as I have traveled, those are actually pretty small pockets where lava exists in comparison to the, the mass of inner earth. And it's not this heavy metal core that is what, you know, creates our gravity and keeps us all on the planet. It's the technology within these two devices that I mentioned in the beginning um, mm-hmm. that's actually holding it all together. So, yeah. Great question. Thank you for that. Um, I'm going to go to, let's see, Monica in New Zealand. Uh, said, hi, Carrie. Greetings from New Zealand. Been listening to your replays for five years. This is the first time here listening live. Love you and the work you're doing. Thank you, Monica. Um, she said, I'm slowly clearing my fear around technology. Um Blessings and love from Monica. Anything that you can share on that? Maybe if someone hears that concept or something, maybe they do have some fear surrounding that. What would you say? Uh, 
well, technology that they're using on the surface or the kind of ancient technology that I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> that's, that's my question because so um, – and I'll just offer a little clarity, and hopefully that will answer the question. And if not, please let me know. But um, the technology that's being used on the surface and is is really a movement toward, you know, a huge agenda toward, of transhumanism. Unfortunately, that's they're they're really pulling for that, right? So all of the devices, all of the five G networks, all of that is all geared toward. Um, essentially, you know, making a human being into part robot. So I'm not fond of that either, right? So, and I don't think that's what's going to happen, but I think that there is still that push. Um, the technology being used in inner earth is, is, um, is based on the original, um, not to overuse the word technology, but what was originally given, which comes in crystalline form, which is both a part of our DNA and a part of uh, the, the structure of the planet. And it's really about aligning the, the flow of energy between those in specific geometric structures and forms that create energy, such as like what we would call free energy, which is what they use in inner earth. Um, and so every time I communicate with them, one of the biggest things um, that they they would love to see us work through is our use of electricity. They are not a fan, even beyond um, beyond the um, you know all of the different networks of Wi-Fi and all of these things. Um, they always come back to electricity and the toxins that that emits just in and of itself. Uh, and um, so I don't think we need to have a fear of what's happening on the surface, but I think a clear intent, uh, and I think that there are ways to navigate, like a lot of the ways that they you do, they create the, the technology on the surface is through inverting these sort of crystal technologies. Um, like I think that some of the technology in the 5G tower is actually inverted crystal technology. And so I think we do have the ability to, uh, you know, it, it, if we come into the the right alignment or a specific alignment, we have the ability to reverse that. Um, and and our our connection and contract with crystal energy, and that's something that's in the course as well, um, is greater than the manipulation of it. If that makes sense. But yeah. our sacred connection, connection to it is greater than their manipulation of it. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, before I take any more questions, let's talk about the the offering and it's um, the course that you're offering, uh, as well as a private session with you. So um, both offers can be found at straighttalkforthesoul.com. Uh, click on our Marketplace link at the top of the page. Then you will see Beth's beautiful smiling face. Click on her picture, and you'll find these two offers. Um, so offer A is this five-week series that you just mentioned, um, traversing inner earth and reclaiming our symbiotic soul relationship with Mama Gaia. Um, and there's this is going to be a really unique wonderful gathering and you know you can all look through this and and look at the details but Beth I would love for you to describe you know the intentions and what you plan on sharing with everyone 
Yeah, um, I'm actually just pulling up the details so that I don't uh, miss. Um, <laughs> well, I will tell everyone anything. while you're pulling it yeah. up. This okay. live course, got, it, okay, mm-hmm. it begins December 9th, so it's right around the corner, um, and it's five weeks. It is live, and uh, Beth, what do you want to share about it? Yeah, um, well, there are there are a few. It's it's pretty potent what came through, um, and I'm really excited about it actually. So we begin by really tapping into our divine body vessel, and um, it's it's positioned as a channel for Mama Gaia and that vehicle of unity consciousness, and we start to clear out the separation programming, transmute the separation programming between between our soul and the soul of the planet. And then we begin to match up our energetic pulse and unify through that. Um, and then in that first week, we also go into a guided meditation into the oceans and inner waterways of Earth and allow for that to sync up and match our vibration uh, within our own bodies, our own water, in in our in our own body of consciousness, and then um, we're going to send out these frequencies and uh, healing frequencies through the inner inner earth waters out onto the surface waters um, and through our own as well. Mm-hmm. And really, uh, it's a reclaiming of the empowerment of when we're in alignment. We really do truly have the power to clean our waters and clean our earth and um, come into this crystal clear purity of both. Um, that is going to be then, a potent one. That is that's just that's week one. That's I week love, one. Yeah, and week two, you go into the inner earth crystal cities. You learn about the history and and you actually astral project to an inner earth city and meet your inner earth guide. That is yeah. so cool. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's um, it's really going to help us to um, to deepen into that relationship of the inner and the outer. Um, and inner earth has, you know, they've they've all in in the desire to help us with that. Um, it's sort of like agreed to pair up and. Um, so um, it feels really sweet and um, and fun too. Um, but uh, there's a, there's a real sweetness to their willingness to step forward and um, you know meet each of us in that way. Yeah. Um, um, that well, and just to be able to to initiate that that connection and then all the beings who participate can cultivate that and really develop that um that soul connection and relationship Mm -hmm. exactly and um you know and i invite everyone at that point that's when you know you really are awakening your own unique soul consciousness in connection you know, with inner earth and with Gaia, and that's the place where all of us have our contribution, right? So, um, through our own unique journey of what we have to share. Mm-hmm. So, it's a deepening into that as well. 
Um, and then we kind of will have, um, you know, an integration week uh, with Q&A and um, just to sort of allow things to settle and questions to be answered and, you know, um, carve out any details. And then the fourth week we go into the crystal consciousness and we spend some time with, I call them the crystal people um, and the tree people. Uh, and really they are, uh, they're, they're beings of consciousness uh, that it, again exist on multiple worlds um, that are ancient consciousness within our, our planet um, that want to share and guide um, they both have actually quite a bit to do. Then the crystals form a lot of the ley lines. Trees hold the frequency within in those ley lines. And even now, ancient trees, would, they would plant themselves along the ley lines because they act as sort of antennas um, for God consciousness to flow straight through into the center of the planet and, and hold that vibration for the planet for us. Um, and even now today, even though we, you know, we're, we've lost a lot of those ancient forests, most trees will still, uh, plant themselves along ley lines, hmm. uh, is why we feel extra grounded around them. Yeah. And so, uh, they'll receive codes and activations from the tree beings to support their relationship to the earth grid system, to the inner earth, um, that is beautiful. It's a really, it's cultivating this, this really divine collaboration with the crystal people, the tree people, the, um, the inner earth beings, um, the crystal cities. Um, have you seen, what is, what do those look like to you? Are they pretty magical from your, um, perception and perspective when you've seen them? Oh, oh yeah, very much. <laughs> they're all a little different, right? Um, they're all a little different, um, but um, very magical. Uh, I often see them. They remind me of um, there's something specific that's on the tip of my tongue. That, um, but you know, there's um, there's always there's tons of light. Um, and, and like columns and pillars and, uh, water flowing through. There's usually water surrounding the entire city that flows through that they bless as it comes in and it helps to move and run a lot of their technologies through the cities and also, um, plants, um, run through along with the water and also carry some of that consciousness as, as well, part, probably, um, you know, because of the high, um, the high percentage of water within the plants as well, but um, mm -hmm. so lots of green and crystal clear, pure water, um, lots of light. Uh, there's always like a courtyard center to the city I always see. Um, you know, and then um, there's other there's other you know components to how all the cities connect and the different you know um, technologies that connect all the cities like inner train systems and uh, things like that. It gets kind of extensive, but um, mm. yeah, fine, fine. <laughs> 
I said, it's just fun. I mean, I, um, and I know that, I mean, this is going to be not only, you know, transformational for people, but it's also going to be fun to realize, you know, just the extent of this connection that we can cultivate with these beings and these crystal cities and the crystal people. And um, so I'm very grateful that you're bringing this through. Um, And then I want to highlight that week five, you're going to do another Q&A and really go deeper on anything that, you know, is arising for for everyone. And uh, and so that is all offer A. It is this five-week series. Again, it begins on December the 9th, right around the corner. Um, and if you happen to be listening to this later and you want to participate, uh, Beth, will this be recorded? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, and then offer B is, is that five week, um, course and program, um, along with a private session with you. And I love this because people can really experience, um, a more private, uh, you know, just experience with you and all that you can bring through and support them with. How would you describe a, a private session with you? Well, it's different for everybody. I feel like we always hear that from people, but it really is, you know, true. Uh, and it depends on what, what people want to focus on. But by and large, my work is really about helping to support people to come into integrated wholeness with themselves. So I do do a lot of shadow alchemy, um, which involves going into the uncomfortable places so that we can collect the parts and pieces of ourselves that have been left behind through experiences of uncomfort or trauma um, and and bring them into wholeness and into um, the more complete us. Because what happens when we, we have experiences that we sort of can't process at the time um, that part of us becomes frozen, and within that freeze is it's both the the experience that was uncomfortable uh, or painful or traumatizing, and it's also a piece of our wisdom, of our preciousness, of our I call it the diamonds of our souls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we work to clear and integrate any separation or distortion programming throughout each individual uh, spiritual evolution and bring in the the wisdom gained um, minus the the pain and suffering, if that makes sense. Right. Um, Yeah, integrating the wounded aspects and collecting those soul fragments, which contain so much wisdom that as they return brings us into greater wholeness and, you know, we can share that with the world. Um, Beth, someone was mentioning they, they couldn't hear you that clearly in the last couple minutes. Maybe um, perhaps adjust your headset or um, the microphone or something. Okay. Is that better? I think so. Yes. Okay. Great. Thank you for letting so me know. So far, so far, so good. Yes. Um, 
But I, I always love when someone includes a private session, and since this is your first time here, I really appreciate you having both the live you know, group uh, course and event and uh, this session with you. I think that's when people can gain the most, um, you know, the, the potential for transformation in that way. And you really are very skilled at going in and doing some of that shadow alchemy. But at the same time, if, if that's not where someone wants to focus on, there's also, you know, <laughs> um, all kinds of things. I mean, whatever it is that they need to focus on. Galactic lineage, um, shadow integration, also, um, you know, just any kind of spiritual healing. Or phys what about physical healing? Yeah, absolutely physical healing as well. Um, you know, I think most of us realize that, um, you know, very, very little physical ailment is just physical. You know, I mean, sometimes it's, it's just a toxin. That's totally possible. It's mercury poisoning, or it's you know, um, so on or so forth. But more often than not, there is um, an emotional, spiritual component. Um, and so, absolutely, uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for those wonderful offerings and. Um, uh, I know we're going to move into the meditation. Um, just want to thank those of you who wrote in. I know I didn't get to everyone. Um, um, I did want to ask you, someone had mentioned, um, uh, they said, oh, my gosh, Beth, this is so fascinating. Uh, I've been working with Gaia for 35 years. What I do is beyond my understanding, and your wisdom is giving me more clarity. I have a deep connection with Gaia. I connect with uh, Mount Cook in New Zealand. Uh, is there a city beneath there? Uh, thank you, and all my love to you, beautiful souls. Thanks, Monica. Oh, my God, that's so beautiful. Yes, there's a city beneath there. <laughs> I think she already knew that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that's really Colleen. That's really yes, thank you, Monica. Um Colleen said, hi, Beth and Carrie. Um, thank you so much for this fascinating conversation. Is it true that if you are invited into inner earth that you'll never return to the surface? No. Yes. <laughs> I've, been, I've been invited into, I have been to, physically been to many inner earth cities, and I have been invited to stay many times, um, not stayed, um, and had no problem getting back. Uh, and you're here with us now. <laughs> and I'm here with you now, right? Um, on this journey together, uh, and um, we, that would that you know that gives me the sense of like there's some idea that you lose some you never lose your free will, you never lose uh, your your choice. And I've never, you know, I mean, there's light cities and dark cities under within the earth, just as they are. You know, we have both on the surface. Um, but within these light cities, um, I've never run across any kind of energy like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. They would just offer out of love. And if that's not your choice, then they would respect that. Mm -hmm. Colleen, thank you for being here. Um, Eileen from South Australia um, says, hello, darling, beautiful Carrie and Beth. So excited to be in your wonderful group today. 
Uh, it's been a while, but I am so grateful for the gathering of these amazing people, and you keep me filled with hope for a more peaceful and calm mm-hmm. earth, returning love every corner to every corner. Uh, and dearest Beth, so glad that you are here to share your story. Uh, thank you, thank you. Blessings from Eileen. Thank you, Eileen. So gr- so glad you're here. Um, okay, Beth. So this um, meditation, um, it is taking us into the four chambers of the heart of Gaia um, that connect us to these sacred waterways that flow through the inner earth. Um, I'm excited. Do you feel ready to move into that? Yes, I do. I do want to just share real quickly how this came through. This came through for me a couple years ago um, on the um, the winter solstice. Uh, I was taken through this process, and uh, I sat down to meditate. I don't even think I really registered that it was the winter solstice. Um, you know, it wasn't. It, it definitely wasn't part of the um, conscious intention to connect in that way. Uh, I just just sat down and meditate as I usually would. And I heard, are you ready to go into the four chambers? And I was like, well, uh, I, I guess so. I thought I was going to be taken into like my heart. I had no idea. And I was taken into the center of the planet and taken through this process. Um, and it was so beautiful and profound. And um, so when I, when I was bringing through this course, um, that was the meditation that showed, it showed up and felt right. So, um, yeah, Beautiful. I think everybody was going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Beth. Um, I will let you take it away. Do you need any water or anything before we get started? Oh, sure. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Never yeah. All right. Yeah, so let's everybody you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just going to say thank you to everybody. I know a lot of you are still writing in some beautiful messages, so I just wanted to say thank you. Okay, Beth. Okay, so let's all just start by just taking some nice deep breaths and feeling ourselves getting centered in our bodies, calling in and calling home any parts and pieces of ourselves that are that are out there uh, maybe doing other things or thinking about other things, just calling them into present time, present body, focusing on the inhale and exhaling, releasing and relaxing the body, letting go of anything that you're ready to let go of right now that's not serving you. And just focus on a couple more of those breaths, inhaling, calling all the parts home, exhaling, letting go of anything that's time to let go of right now. It's not serving this meditation or your highest self at this time. And then imagine an infinite source point above your head, a beautiful white light. And imagine this white light forms a pillar or column that goes all the way through your higher levels of consciousness, 
through your physical body and into the center of the planet. So you are within this pillar of light. This pillar of light holds within it your consciousness and the consciousness of source and connect into the soul of the planet and the consciousness of Mamakaya at the center of the planet. From this place, call in the wisdom of your unique soul and visualize this collecting above your head in a beautiful golden sphere. The wisdom of your soul collecting in a beautiful golden sphere from throughout all time and space and in between time and space. And now begin to allow this golden sphere or orb to grow very large above your head like the size of the moon. And slowly, this golden orb of your soul consciousness begins to descend into this physical body vessel, your human body vessel here on earth at this time. And it's going to stay just that big and land within the body. And of course, it's extending beyond the body and extending into the earth. Just feel that expansion. Expansion into your own soul wisdom. Expansion into the earth that embodiment of consciousness. And slowly begin to migrate toward the base of that that has dropped within the earth and within the layers of inner earth and toward the center of the planet. Find yourself Connecting your soul at the center of the planet with the soul of the planet. Bringing your golden energy into the center of the planet where you meet Mama Gaia's soul, this beautiful pink energy full of compassion and love, and you may see her in that plasma form or that crystal form. And just for a moment, just allow yourself to be with her. Notice that she has an ebb and flow to her energy and allow yourself to slowly 
sink into harmony with this ebb and flow. So you're both breathing as one in unison. Your heart is beating as one in unison. And you feel this sense of homecoming. Homecoming to yourself, homecoming to mother, homecoming to this unification. And you begin to look around the center of the earth that you are now sitting in, and you notice that there are four chambers, four openings that her energy is flowing into. And you notice that there are representatives in each opening of each chamber from inner cities throughout the world, from the four points of the world. And they're just holding space. They see you and you see them. And you feel also the synchronicity in their heart with your heart with her heart. And you begin to witness as they're helping to direct her flow of energy into each chamber. You can see through the chamber that it enters into an underground waterway. And the transmissions that are about to come through, you witness her transmitting her love and compassion through into the water. It gets carried throughout inner earth and to the surface. And following the directions from the center, the upper right-hand corner, energy begins to flow out regarding connecting the heart of Gaia with the heart of each individual soul, the transmissions, the codes, to keep in connection with this and witness as the inner earth support team helps this to flow. 
Ala wenyana katatruniwa na maturita satechereana kotwarite na makotuirwa yiniyana katatuwiyana. In the bottom right-hand corner, you see and a witness the codes for how to harmonize with all aspects of life, how to see her in every fiber, every molecule of every being within and around Earth. And you see the inner earth beings from this point, this corner of earth guiding this energy through the waterways into inner earth. From the upper left hand corner, you see the codes flowing from her into the earth of the unification of consciousness that moves through all life here without the need for words or processing. You witness the beings from this corner of the earth help to guide these frequencies and codes into the waterways of inner earth. And from the lower left, you witness the codes for balance between masculine and feminine in perfect harmony, working synergistically together, structure and form and fluidity in perfect balance. These codes travel through the beings from this corner of the earth through into the waterways of inner earth. And you feel how your, your part in all of this, how important it is, and how you are a part of all of this, this sacred communication, this sacred unity. And you sit with her and you feel her ever-extending and bounding energy, continuing to pulse through from these four chambers with these codes. And 
And you can come back here anytime to be with her. And the codes may change slightly depending on what the planet is needing at the time, what the group consciousness is needing at the time. But it will always be for a place of compassion and understanding and helping and supporting us more compassionately and under, and more deeply understand each other and our connection with all life here. Taking a few deep breaths, feeling the completion for this time, not of the connection, but just of the witnessing. Thanking all the beings for showing up to guide you in the inner workings of the four chambers. Thanking Mama Gaia for showing you how the four chambers work and the flow of inner earth pulses through the planet. And thanking your own soul for showing up in the capacity and expansion that it has. And slowly begin to bring yourself back up to the surface. Keeping your soul that deeply connected to your body. And once again, Following that pillar of light, the pure source energy, bringing that pure source energy all the way through your body and being into the center of the planet. And now allowing her energy Imagining that it has gone through the four chambers, it has gone through the inner waterways, it has gone through the inner cities, and through all the layers of strata and earth, and comes up through your body, up through your central channel, through your pelvic bowl, your central channel, up out the heart, and up out the head, and pours back down into the earth. And just allow this to cycle through a few times. Feeling her toroid moving through your body as your body is part of her landscape. And allowing that to slowly bring you back into the present moment. And as you're ready, bringing your awareness back to your breath. The inhale and exhale. And opening your eyes when you're ready. Thank you, Beth. How beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hi, how is everyone doing? That was really beautiful, Beth. Thank you. So welcome, my pleasure. Yeah, you're really, um, I love the light language that came through. 
you know, everyone um, shares light language in a unique way, and I really enjoyed the delivery <laughs> and the um, the energy and the experience of yours um, for the first time. So thank you, and you know, it, what a gift and a blessing to help all of us um, cultivate this. Um, compassionate, uh, sacred communication, connection, um, you know, and, and collaboration um, yeah. in this way. I mean, that's really what it is, and I hope that everyone could feel that and that you take this as an opening to further that connection, collaboration. <laughs> so, oh, it's so beautiful. Um uh Sherry just said such a magical interconnected experience um my body is heating up and saw the most beautiful pastel colors so gentle yes yes there is such a gentle quality to your expression and to what you bring through Beth you know in the light language and everything um perfect word have mm. you been told that before <laughs> I have, particularly with the light language, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really soothing. It really allows someone to just fully be present and receive. Um, it's not, you know, harsh or abrasive in any way. It's just so gentle and soothing. So um, I agree with you, Sherry, so thank you for being with us. And um, someone was asking, when does the program begin again uh what did we say beth um december 9th okay Mm -hmm. and it'll be every week is that correct for five weeks yes yeah okay wow how fun i'm so grateful for this opportunity uh best to have you here in this sacred circle and i hope that you enjoyed your time with all of us (laughs) here today Yes, I did. Absolutely. Good. Um, Beth, as we start to wind things up and uh, start to close for today, do you have any final message or anything else that you'd like to share uh, with this beautiful community? Captain. Mm, Just that I'm grateful to be here today and to have shared this, and it feels, you know, like such a sweet uh, creation that we we um, we came together on today. And so, thank you, everyone who who's present today uh, and um, and participating and. Um, Yeah, I, I welcome the participation in the course and the diving deeper and and um, it, further expanding the space that we created today. Mm-hmm. Even more sweet co-creation. <laughs> yes, um, yes. For everyone. Well, Beth, thank you again. And to everyone who's joined us, thank you. Or to all of you who will listen to this replay Thank you so much for the gift of your time and your love and your openness and readiness. We appreciate you and 
Hope that you received the insights, the awarenesses, the empowering opportunities, the soulful um, activations and connections that are most beneficial for you at this time. So thank you for joining us on this soulful adventure today. I am sending waves and waves of love and light and appreciation from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, and then offer it to those you encounter today um, or tonight, wherever you are in the world. And as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead mm -hmm. of suppress, and own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. Uh, take flight, beautiful, beautiful beacons of light. And I'll see you back here in this playground of light tomorrow. Uh, bye, everyone.